Everyone, welcome to another awesome day with a struggle. I'm Sean Lee. I'm James Park. We're here to discuss the reality of daily struggles and how it's a constant no matter where we are on our journey. Join us for honest conversations as we navigate life, business, and career challenges. Learn how to accept the struggles and how it's all about the mindset. This episode, we talk about New Year's resolutions. And we started both by agreeing that we don't like it, but it actually is a very helpful tool. But we talk about routines and how we can actually change the New Year's resolution to work for us. How can we have more grace for ourselves? Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year. Sean and I took a week off, and Sean is giving his production team a week off for the holidays where they can rest, reflect on the year, which is great. I think most companies should. I have this belief that if the entire world decided together to take time off at the end of the year, it'd be mentally refreshing for the entire world. And maybe a lot of issues would not be solved, but maybe give a greater sense of purpose of what's actually important and what's not. Obviously, there are things that just have to stay open and stuff, but there'd be a way to work around it. We're recording on Christmas Day of 2022. So this is kind of our time capsule of 2022 by the time this comes out. (laughs) It's funny you're talking about the week off. I was just thinking about that because I was actually thinking about all the things that are closed today, but also all the things that are still open on Christmas Day and similarly on New Year Day. And one of the biggest things I didn't know about this until this morning was that Disney's open today. Disney's open every freaking day. <laughs> every day. Yeah. Christmas might be their biggest day of the year. It is. That's what Mink was telling me. It was like, it's their biggest day. And I was like, that's effing crazy. Like, that's a lot of team members, staff to keep that place open. And that's crazy. They probably add more people. Probably. Yeah. But even like grocery stores are, you know, they, they open, I think, for half a day in the mornings usually and then they close, right? But Disneyland, that's crazy. Movie theaters are open. Yeah, theaters are open. Obviously, frontline workers. Yeah, we always went to go watch movies on Christmas because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing we could do. Thank you to all the frontline workers, healthcare workers, police, firefighters. They don't get the day off. They don't get any day off. So yeah, lots happened this year for both of us. On my end, you know, I had a baby. (laughs) We had another baby. I had a medical health scare that caused a bunch of life changes. Some bad, some good. The bad would be golf. Isn't that the good thing? I'm just kidding. It's both good and bad. Yeah. The golf bug is never good. Yeah. And then what else? We continued on this podcast. I personally have a lot to be grateful for this year. James, you got a new job. Yep. New career path. Wrote 200 days in a row. It's amazing. Yeah. I think that's probably one of my biggest life accomplishments. Ah, One of many. Yeah, one of many. It's up there. It was one of the most challenging things that I can think of. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, similar to your, uh, you posted a video 100 days in a row, right? Oh, uh, vlogging? Yeah. Daily vlogging. I don't know what's harder. That would be pretty tough too. No, I think writing's harder for sure. Because mine was just like, turn on the camera and just like, this is my day. (laughs) Yeah, but then like I think of editing, I think the editing part, as you get more into whatever kind of project that you start, at first it might just be a very simple thing. You're like, oh, I'm going to record on my camera or on my phone. I'm just going to record about my day. 
And then on day 14 or day 21, five weeks into it, you're thinking this needs to be improved a little bit. So you start to think more about what you're going to record than how are you going to edit things. And so these little tiny things just start to add up. Maybe that's like why some projects or some hobbies become more of a burden because we do that to ourselves. I was just going to say that at some point you quit or you continue on and and I quit. <laughs> it was like, yeah, because I, I realized you hit on the nail. Like I realized that by day 100, I was like, all right, the next step to this, because I'd already like progressed so much in terms of what I wanted to get out of experience. The next step to this is actually to learn storytelling, which is a completely different skill set. I had bought a masterclass on Werner Herzog's storytelling. He had like prescribed like four books to read. Peregrine, I still have it, I haven't read it yet. Peregrine, like a hero of a thousand faces, right? Just like, what is it? The poetic Edda, like books that teach you how to do storytelling. And I was like, mm, no, nah, I'm not ready to go there. <laughs> I'm not become like a cinematographer or a director. No aspirations there. Not yet, at least. But this is a good uh, segue into New Year. You know, come the New Year, we like to find new challenges, plan for the new year. And a lot of people like to think about New Year's resolutions, which uh, James pre-recording had already confirmed that both of us think they're dumb. (laughs) (laughs) But that doesn't mean they're dumb. They're just our opinion. I guess, what's your opinion, James, on why you don't like New Year's resolutions? Well, when you first hear about New Year's resolutions, it, it sounds like a great idea. Beginning of the year, fresh start, gives you something to look forward to, work towards, but it's a constructed time. If you really want to achieve something or if you really want to change your life or if you really want to add a hobby or or anything, you can start now. It doesn't matter at what point of the year it is. So I think that's why it's so hard for New Year's resolutions to stick for most people because it's when you start thinking about it, you, you think about it towards December and you are like, all right, January 1st, I'm going to quit smoking. So on New Year's Eve, you're just sucking away as many cigarettes as you possibly can. Right? <laughs> like, yep. And then once midnight hits, you're like, okay, I'm done. Like, this is it. But if you really wanted to quit, it's not like starting cold turkey on something like just when it hits midnight on January 1st. Yeah. It's going to be built and worked on. And you know maybe some people can quit something cold turkey, but those types of habits that we start, yeah, they don't last very long because it's, it just requires all that motivation and that drive initially at first to quit something at or start something right away and to expect yourself to be able to pick that up and change your life overnight. We have to be realistic. And that's why New Year's resolutions, it's a great concept. Really like it probably followed it for a long time and then just realized like, this isn't practical. It doesn't really suit everybody. Yep. I feel the same way. I mean, my reason is similar. It's, you know, the science is out. New Year's resolutions don't work. If anything, you know, we should rename it New Day resolutions and just you want to do something new to start tomorrow, start today. You know, like every day is a new day. Yeah. Start now. The construct of time, like you're saying, is completely fabricated. So much so that actually, I'm going to link this Twitter post about time. It's so funny. I mean, it's very nerdy and geeky, but I don't think I've ever sent it to you. But somebody created this Twitter thread where they're trying to explain our calendar and our sense of time to an alien. 
Hmm. And how like nothing makes sense. Like how we came up with 365 days, right? And then and then they're just like, all right, so you know, to adjust for it, every four years you add a day, right? Oh, okay. So you add that day like the first day of the year, right? Or the last day of the year of that year. It's like, no, no, no. We add it the last day of the second month. <laughs> you know, it's just like, <laughs> why? <laughs> you know, like random stuff like that. You gotta read it. I'll I'll share it in the description. Wasn't it because of the the solstice? Like, doesn't time have everything to do with our sun and like how we rotate around the sun? And yes, but when you think about the months, too, I'll bring up another example that they brought up. Like the months, there used to only be ten months in a year. I think it was ten or eight months because when you think of the actual names of the months, October, octo, is eight. Yeah. <laughs> November isn't eleven. <laughs> November. The Latin was, it's nine. September, sept, that's seven, <laughs> you know? By the way, I, before this Twitter thread, I, d- I didn't know any of this either. Like I, I see James' mind, he, like, he looks kind of mind blown right now. But there are only 10 months in the year. So somehow we came up with 12 months and then we made this up. Basically, the result was that we hodgepodge a bunch of different ideas from multiple centuries of humanity. And now we have this like, really weird timekeeping system. You know, 10 months kind of makes sense though, because we have 10 fingers. Anyway. Yeah. What is the concept of a dozen? Like why? A- anyway. It, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's not just even a dozen. Then we go into like time. We have 24 hours, which is, it's a multiple of 12. And then just like somehow, why do we make 24 hours? But then we have like 60 minutes, 60 seconds. Anyway. Go read the Twitter thread. It's the most fascinating thing you'll read this new year to start. It's very mind-boggling. But back to our topic about New Year's resolution and things like that. What it is, is you think that, like you said, I'm going to change you know, later. And, and I think for me, what bothers me about that versus like, if I want to change, I'm going to start changing now. What bothers me about it is like, well, if you think you can delay changing, then you'll always think you can delay changing. You start the resolution, you're like, you know what? I don't feel like this month. I want to change next month. And so you can always procrastinate change. And I think that's what New Year's resolution bugs me the most, is is that it's this perpetual procrastination or delay of change. And it it instills this idea that like, you don't have to change yet if you don't want to. Obviously, you don't have to change if you don't want to. But it's like, if you really want to make a change, though, there's no better day to start than today. That's my thought on that. But this morning, I read this article. And it's called The Six Morning Routines That Will Make You Happier, Healthier, and More Productive. With like a fucking clickbait title like that, like how do you not want to read it, right? (laughs) But what really surprised me about this article wasn't that there's like six different routines that you need to do. We have these ideas of like morning routines, right? Like people prescribe, like you should, if you want to be successful, like wake up at the crack at, you know, like 4 a.m. and like go work out for an hour and then like go meditate and go read. Do all this stuff before the world wakes up. That's how you become successful. Right? Or like first thing you wake up, like, you know, make sure you eat breakfast. Make sure you blah, 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 blah. There's so many prescriptions. And over the years, I've always felt a little discouraged because I never had a morning routine that's been steady. And we talk about routines, actually, I think about two or three weeks back, where you were talking about, you know, you want to start setting up some new routines. I don't know about you, but how, like I said, how I've always been taught is like, there are certain prescribed routines that are successful. 
how this article framed it was there are all these different routines, but you can change your routine depending on your needs, depending on what you're trying to achieve. You know, if you have a big project this week, should your routine be like necessarily wake up and go exercise? So, for some people, yes, right? But that's not for everybody. Another idea I had was like, maybe you could get up and start just immediately working on the project, chipping away at it, and go straight to work. And I was like, wow, that can be a routine if that is what's occupying your mind. If your goal is to like, hey, I want to stay healthy and exercise more, then sure, you can try a routine of exercise in the morning. If you have you know, a long day where you, need, you know you're not going to get any peace of mind, maybe a routine for that day or that week can be, hey, like, I'm going to wake up and meditate for 30 minutes. right? But it's this idea that a routine isn't something that you pick up, a habit that you pick up and you just stick with every single day, but rather figuring out what routine you need for that day or that week or that month. I like that. I like the article. So for a lot of people, they're working. They have eight to five jobs. So, you know, Monday through Friday, it might be hard to wake up in the morning and go work out. You might have a really busy kind of day. So maybe Monday through Fridays, this article is saying that your routine can be on Monday through Fridays, you wake up at this time and you either get to work right away or you schedule and plan out the day or you meditate to try to clear your mind and prepare for the day. And then maybe on weekends, you don't have to go to work or it's not so urgent. Maybe you want to start exercising or maybe you want to even be mindful on those days too, right? So you can change based on what your need is on that particular day. Yeah. I think why it helped me so much reading this was that it banished the idea that if I couldn't stick to one routine, that I was failing, Hmm. right? Because that's the feeling that I typically get. I think most people get as well. It's like, all right, you know, this week I'm going to start like working out every single, you know, first day in the morning, like a resolution, right? And then like you end up dropping it after a week or two. You're like, oh, fuck, I'm a failure. You get in your head that like, okay, well, I can't do that. And so I shouldn't do it again. Versus like, oh, that was what I needed that week or that day or that month. And you know what? If I need to do that again, that kind of routine, I can pick it up in month five, month six. Versus beating ourselves up, especially for me, a perfect example is meditation. Like for bouts at a time, like months, like weeks, I'd be able to meditate every single morning and night for like two months. And then I would stop meditating for like months. And then sometimes I would pick it back up again. But I never internalized that, hey, that's the routine I needed at that time. I actually would always feel some guilt, like, oh my God, I, I fell off the routine. You're off the wagon. I fell off the wagon, yeah. <laughs> and I would feel bad about it versus recognizing my need has been met for that routine and I don't need that routine right now. I don't, that routine doesn't serve me right now. Another routine that they recommended was like first in the morning or last thing at night, right? Read something, like learn something. It gives you so much more flexibility to think about, all right, and when it comes to these resolutions or these, you know, changes that you want to make, like think of all these different routines as tools in your tool set that you can pick and choose depending on what it is that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Other thing that you, you mentioned is feeling guilty about not doing something. I almost feel that a lot of times when we set our minds to do something like waking up to exercise, but that day you can't do it because it doesn't suit Maybe you have to get up early and you don't have the half hour that you, you need. 
you actually have to sleep in a little bit because you're, you're tired and you need to rest and you have a big day. And so we set these routines up almost knowing that the next morning you're not going to do it. And that devalues your intention. I think mentally we train ourselves that sometimes what we set to do for the next day or, or some task that we decide we're going to do and we just don't do it, we're just devaluing what our thoughts are, like what we want to do. That's come up a lot too for me. Like you mentioned the whole meditation thing. I went through a long stretch of meditation as well and not for 30 minutes, that seems tough, but I was doing 10, 15 minutes in the morning and in the evening before I went to sleep and it just went out the window at some point and I felt so bad about it. But the weird thing is I had the alarm and I had the calendar notification for that time slot. I still have it, but I just ignore it. I just delete it every single day. (laughs) Really? Yeah. But that's like teaching myself subconsciously, this isn't important to me anymore. My calendar notifications are not important to me anymore. And so I'm going to do this now. I'm going to delete it entirely from my calendar. I'm going to remove the notifications. My big lesson here is if I want to do it once a week, I'm going to set that time and have it as a routine that day. And it can be different that day. I think what also makes us feel guilty about is these are ideals that we understand can help improve our lives. Like they are for self-improvement, self-betterment. Idealistically, you should work out. It would be mostly beneficial for you to work out in any sort of way every morning, for you to read something and learn something every single morning, for you to meditate and be peaceful every morning, right? Like in a perfect world, why wouldn't you, right? But we don't live in a perfect world. We don't have perfect lives. Like every single day is different. And so that's kind of the idea is stop beating yourself up because you're not doing everything you expect or want yourself to do every single day. And I think that's what routines are. It's a form of expectation. And it's a good expectation, right? You don't want to fight it like, oh, that's not good for me. In your mind, you're like, that's good for me. I should be doing it. But I think it's the the guilt of why am I not doing it? Does that mean I, like, I don't care about myself? Then you go down this negative spiral versus thinking like, okay, meditating this week serves me because I have these things coming up and I, I'm going to need meditation as a tool. Exercising this week serves me because I don't know. I have a golf tournament coming up. I need to work out every single morning. Framing it more like that versus like, I'm the perfect person and I exercise at 4 a.m. every single day, 365. And if I don't do that, I'm a fucking failure. And maybe there are just days where you can't do it. And, and eventually you just, you take a break. You give yourself a couple of days off. You take a break, yeah. Don't beat yourself up over it. The most important thing this article mentions actually is getting enough sleep. For productivity purposes, like the most important thing is to get enough sleep, seven, eight hours of sleep. And that's sad, right? It's like, there's some days where like I go to bed at two and I can wake up at four and like go hit the gym. But is that sustainable? Like, fuck no. If I, if I really think that's sustainable, like I'm just not being real. Yeah. I like this. This is good. This is not to bash on like New Year's resolution stuff. I really do think that if taken in the right mindset, New Year's can be a really good start. It really is great. Fresh year, that motivation piece is there. You're looking forward to being able to change. And I think one of the biggest mistakes actually is not realizing that you can start small. Like the easiest example, I think everyone does this is, you know, like I'm going to start exercising or I'm going to, I don't know why I keep going back to smoking, but I feel like that's a big resolution too. A lot of people will try to quit something or try to start something. And usually it's some addiction and 
something healthy. But it's not an all or nothing thing. Just because on it turns January 1st doesn't mean that now you're going to be someone who wakes up at crack of dawn and start exercising. It doesn't even have to be like that. Maybe it's just going to be, hey, I'm going to start waking up at some reasonable hour that you wake up at normally. And it's a five minute thing. I'm just going to walk around my house for five minutes. You don't have to go outside, stay in your pajamas, just walk and teach yourself. I decided that when I wake up, first thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to get out of bed and I'm going to walk around the house for five minutes. And maybe that's the beginnings of how you start this new routine, how you bring in a new habit, starting small. And that way you can build into 2023. And I'm saying this more for myself. I've definitely been trying to work out in the morning for a long time again, and I haven't been able to do it. But it's because I expect myself to have this hour-long session, (laughs) you know, at 5 a.m. And then whenever I think about it, at 5 o'clock when my alarm goes off, I'm just like, oh, no. (laughs) And then I snooze 15 times, and then it's like 6.30. (laughs) Yeah. That's really poignant. And I say that because as you were saying, and I was like, you know, we, we've talked a little bit this earlier this year about going hard on things, right? There was that article that we shared about if you want to try a new hobby or see if you like something to just go hard for a week or two and then see if you really like it. But I think that's very, very different as you were talking from what we're talking about. It's very different in the sense that there's something about trying something new to discover like maybe a new hobby or some kind of new passion which you should take that methodology of like going hard to see if you really like it versus making changes in your life, right? There's a difference between like hobbies and like life improvements. Yeah. And even that it's a flavor. It's whatever flavor that you you're kind of into. Maybe you are a person that needs to go hard at something to figure out if you can do it or not. And then you need a break. Maybe you go hard for three days in a row and then take three days off. I think it really just depends on what you're trying to get after. Mm. Sean, what you just said is if you're trying to discover if you like something or not, and if you're willing for it to take a year, yeah, do it for five, 10 minutes every single day. If you're trying to learn something new, there's going to be that initial hump where it's not going to be enjoyable because it's so challenging at first. I think the biggest example is, is like piano or learning an instrument or Golf. Learning a new skill. Yeah, golf. Fucking hate golf right now. Yeah, you can try to golf and take it easy. If you only golf once a week for 30 minutes a day, you're really not going to improve much and it's not going to be enjoyable. Whereas if you decide like what Sean did, you're going to go very hard into it, go all in, go multiple times a week, and then you find out like, hey, this is something that I like to do. Six months later, Sean's still into it. Yes, he hates it right now, but it's because you've plateaued. You've hit some level where you can't surpass it, but you still want to, right? So there's that kind of relationship that you find out. Yeah, it's the hump, like you're saying. Like, I know if I just like keep at it, I'm going to get past this hump. At least that's the belief. But what I'm trying to figure out, James, is like when to apply each of these. And maybe this is hard to categorize. Like I'm thinking like, all right, well, for trying to learn a new skill, something that has like a very steep learning curve, that's something where I try to go hard on it versus I want to develop a new healthy habit of quitting smoking or starting to exercise. That's something where like you shouldn't 
go hard because it's a new habit that you want to sustain, right? So like maybe like smoking one cigarette less a day, right? And just like slowly easing off. And like you're saying, like start working out or meditating for like two minutes and five minutes. And like, actually, that's the best way to learn meditation as everyone prescribes, like meditate, you know, for a minute, 30 seconds, and then slowly work your way up. That's actually how I got up to like longer, longer times. I think because if someone tried to force me to like, all right, sit and meditate for an hour for your first sessions, like I would fucking quit. (laughs) Right. So these two different advice and methodologies for our listeners, think about that. You have two tools. One is to go hard. One is to ramp up slowly. What is the change or the thing that you want to learn or do this coming new year? And think about which is the most appropriate method for approaching that. Yeah, I think the differentiation here is something that you know you want to do for the rest of your life. I know that sounds crazy to think like, oh, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? But it seems most of the things that we want to pick up on that we know are habits that we should regularly do are are healthy things for like the mind, body, or soul. Learning something, reading something, exercising, meditation. Like everyone, if you ask them, they most likely at some point thought, oh, I should be doing this. Whereas what you're saying about learning a new skill or hobby, you have to figure out if you like it or not. And even that, you could apply this routine that suits your need for that day. Like that day, if you know that you want to learn how to golf, learn how to play the piano, learn how to write, like these are things that you could plug into your routine and switch it daily if you need to. Like I'm going to figure out if I really want to write or not. So the first thing I'm going to do tomorrow morning, every other day, is right for 30 minutes. That's pretty tough. I mean, just to even start out. But this is something that you're not sure if you really want to do it or not. So it's something you can go hard at. Whereas if you know you want to do something mentally healthy for your body or for your mind, you can start off very easy. Every other day that I don't write, I'm going to go outside for a walk for five minutes. I'm going to sit on the floor and meditate for five minutes. Maybe this is just some way to kind of alter your days to have the going hard routine and then the ramping up routine. And somehow it's mixed together. And so in the first couple weeks of the year, you can start to get used to this kind of flipping back and forth on what type of routine is going to suit your need that day. What do you think? I feel like I'm going to try this. (laughs) I think so. Yeah, because it's giving yourself the grace. It's giving yourself the space to say that the learning curve is flexible. You don't have to prescribe to one way or another. Exactly to your point earlier, like I think the reason there's these two methodologies is people are trying to prescribe a time frame. Whether it's like, do I do something small over a long period of time or something hard and big in a short period of time? Why can't you do both? Like you're saying just now, a combination of both. Why do we limit ourselves to certain time frames? If I want to be healthy for the rest of my life, that's the rest of my fucking life. And I do this, like there are months I swim and then there are months I don't. There are months I bike and there are months I don't. There are months I go to the gym consistently every fucking day and there are months and years that I don't. But overall, in looking at my entire life, how active am I being? Yeah. And that changes and it varies. And, and I think that's what this routine article really helped me realize is we shouldn't get caught up in judging ourselves about whether or not we're doing what we 
think we should be doing or expecting ourselves to be doing, but rather realizing that all these different things are tools to help us improve our lives. And, and we can pick up a routine and change a routine and just be more flexible with ourselves. And I think what threatens our sanity or our ego is that, oh, by being flexible, we're not being disciplined. But I think even the word discipline has to be thought up in time. Most people are like making that judgment call. I'm not being disciplined this week because I didn't wake up at 5 a.m. work out six days a week this week, right? I'm not being disciplined. But what about your entire life? What do we stretch that timeline to your entire life for this entire year now? How disciplined was I about staying active, not about going to the gym, just staying active in general, whether it's biking, you know, swimming, or just taking a walk? That's something interesting to think about. I mean, the whole point of this conversation, I think, is to Funny enough, we, we start off bashing on resolutions, but if anything, it's to help people understand what is a resolution. It's a changing of a habit or a removal of a habit, but also creating that space for yourself to fall off the bandwagon and be able to pick it back again w- without saying like, you know, I worked out in January and I worked out in February, fuck the rest of the year. <laughs> you know, like just saying like, that's okay. The resolution is to be healthier this year. So it's okay for you to pick something up in January quit the gym in February and March and April, and then pick it back up again in May. You know, like it's still part of the new year. And that grace, I think, is just what we need more of for ourselves so that we don't live in this perpetual cycle of guilt. Because living in guilt is just a waste of fucking time, in my opinion, versus you, you could be not living in guilt, just living your life. So when this episode airs, it will be the second or third week of January. And I will be honest, I bet you if I had a resolution for January, by the time this episode airs, I would have failed in that resolution to do it every single day. But I was just doing some quick math here. If I decide that I'm going to work out or do some type of exercise, even just less than half the week, right? Just three days of the week. If you space that out over a year, you've exercised 157 days. It's incredible. That's amazing. And so if you have a resolution to want to be someone who exercises, if you aim for even less than half the week, you're still pretty close to exercising 50% of the year. My takeaway from what you were talking about was actually the line like having grace. Just because you decide that you're going to be someone who changes something for next year and then you fail after two or three weeks or a month. I think there's some statistic that says that people join the gym in January, but by February, more than half those people like don't ever go ever again. But even if you went once a week, that's still something. And that's having the grace, giving yourself the grace to say, okay, this year I went to the gym, even if it's once a week. Yeah, exactly to that point. Don't you think it's such a shame? And it's so silly now as I'm saying this out loud. It's such a shame that like we could call ourselves failures of a new year's resolution by february by the second month of the fucking year (laughs) you know yeah like finish the year and call yourself a failure you know you really want to go there don't call yourself a quitter in the second month it's like playing any kind of game let's say like playing a basketball game and like literally like two minutes into like a 20 minute session you're just like ah i fucking suck or going on the treadmill right 20 minute session like two minutes in you're like Nah, I'm a failure. Yeah. 
Maybe the resolution is all about setting the right expectations for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the way around it. It's like, hey, in January, I'm going to decide to go to the gym once a week. And if you can get there once a week in February, maybe you're going to go twice a week. Not even January, just like set it as a year. I think that's maybe that's the issue is that we we're just like, we need to do this in January. The New Year's resolution needs to be all done in January. If we don't get off on the right foot in January, we're just, it's not, it's not going to happen. You know, maybe it's just like, this is a new year resolution for the rest of the year. If you're going to think like that, like don't get it done in January if you don't want to pick it up in February for our care. Because yeah, if you don't do it in January, you do it for the rest of the year. That's a fucking win. But again, from a psychological standpoint, we beat ourselves up because it's like, nah, we didn't do it in January. The rest of the year is fucked. Yeah. So we're going to wait till next year now. <laughs> Until I just said that out loud, I was like, wow, that's, that's literally how I used to think. If I couldn't keep to something by February 1st, I was like, well, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's silly. That's really so silly. I would never be like two holes into an 18 hole of golf. Be like, well, I sucked those two holes up. Better pack up and go home now. I've thought about it before. I've definitely quit a round in the middle of the round. I'm like hole 12. I was like, forget it. I'm done. I'm just so frustrated. Hey, that's still better than two holes in. Like seriously, blowing the first two holes. Sometimes I'm just like, I should just go home. <laughs> you know, what's interesting there is what I'm hearing just generally is that you know, every hole is a new game. Like a year is a really long time. You can break it down by months, break it down by weeks, and then even a day. Like just because you didn't get to your goal that day doesn't mean that it impacts the rest of the year, right? If you go through a day where you've set this intention of wanting to exercise or wanting to meditate, wanting to write, whatever, and it's the end of the day, you're about to go to bed and you feel shitty about this, what you could do is actually, before going to bed, do whatever it is that you intended to do for one minute. Just do it for 60 seconds. And that is the beginnings of change. And then all of a sudden that day isn't a complete failure. Yeah, like 60 seconds might not feel like a big deal, but I think mentally, just the act of being able to do something that you intended to do and then doing it, no matter how small of a duration, it changes something in you. Just little bits at a time. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys next week. Be kind to yourself. Take care.